All right, now we want to put it to you, the callers. And I suppose the question I kind of asked a few minutes ago was in relation to cruelty to animals. And when we see obvious cruelty to animals, we kind of care. But do we really care? Because then we go out the next day and buy a burger. And realistically, the ultimate cruelty to an animal is to raise it and kill it for meat. And vegans will have us believe that that's a lifestyle choice, but their lifestyle choice is more innocent than ours because ours is ultimately going to kill the animal anyway. So in other words, what's the point in complaining about the way a calf has been treated or the way cattle are being treated or pigs or sheep or whatever it happens to be are being treated when realistically you're going to sit down with a steak on your plate or your sausages and rashes on a Sunday morning and you know the animal had to be killed for that reason. Let's be blunt about it, a boat through their head and killed. So... Are we pretending to care about cruelty or do we really care about cruelty? By the way, I'm coming from a completely hypocritical point of view because I love meat and I wouldn't be without it. Chicken is actually my favourite. I'm, I'm not a huge beef fan, but I do like the odd steak every now and again. Maureen, how are you doing? You're on the Live Boiling Podcast. Uh, good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Good afternoon to you. Um, well, look, I suppose like in everything, look, there's bad people everywhere, right? Yep. But for me, I, I love meat. I had no intention of stopping eating meat. And to be quite honest, and people can call me hypocrite if they like, I couldn't care less what I'm called it anymore. I don't even think of how the cow was killed, to be honest. But I live here in West Cork. It's a fabulous place. And I've been on a lot of farmers, or on a lot of farms. And I'm even walking around here, and I might go for a cycle, and I'm looking at these beautiful cattle in beautiful green fields, beautiful herds of cattle. Perfectly well looked after cattle. I mean, these are well looked after cattle. Even on the farms, when they come back, some of these cows can come back themselves for milking like the farmer doesn't need to come and get them. They are all very well looked after. When they're exported, as we're saying, what happens from then on is not our problem. We are not responsible for that. But there is an argument that we are responsible. Because if we're we, not but responsible. Because if we, well, here we go. If we know that an animal is being mis mistreated and there's bad practices in other countries. And we will see that tonight on the documentary. Um, and that's what we're led to believe is happening. Well then, well, then we are responsible if we're still continuing to send the animals to those places. That's the argument, isn't it? That's the, well, that's the argument. Well, if that's the argument, then, well, the other side of the argument is you don't send the animals to these places, then do you? Or else you have to have a member of the Department of Agriculture, you'll have to send somebody on the ferries to make sure that they get to the destination in good health the way they were put on the ferry. You see, people, you can't have it both ways, but to say that we're responsible or any farmer is responsible after that is ridiculous. But here's the thing, I, I, and I always battle with myself on this, right? We watch this program tonight and we go, oh, that's awful. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, look at the poor cattle. Oh, look at them on the ground. And oh, they're not feeding them properly. Oh, and all. Well, but, but, here, but here's the thing. And then you'll sit down the next morning and you'll have a steak. Knowing that yeah. the animal had to be raised and killed for you to have that steak. So are we complete yeah. and utter hypocrites to be given out about it in the first place? Oh, I think so, yes. Okay, because well, <laughs> like I said, Niall, I don't think of abattoirs, you know, because I love meat. So in other words, are we only pretending to care? Uh, yes. And does it really matter I mean, how the animals raised? Why do you like do you, I mean, do you, do you, I mean properly, when you walk course. in and buy your steak, for example, do you ask the butcher, you know, for a certificate that the animal was treated well? Now, most butchers, by the way, will have certificates up on the wall to tell you where oh, the animal came from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but do you ever look? Do you care? Well, 
Oh, I do. I do. I don't. I have a great I, I'm not. I'm not going to be going to be a complete hypocrite when I walk into a butcher. I look at the glass through the glass. And I go, give me that steak. Uh, yeah. I don't look well, at any I certificate on the wall. But sometimes, yeah. But sometimes I he'll have other things on the wall. You know, and you'll be having a look. But now, now and again, I might say to him, "Well, Dave, where did your cattle come from?" And he'll tell me, "Oh, just maybe a couple of miles up the road there from the farmer." You know him. Oh, yeah, I know him. Okay, well, stay there a second. Let me go to Breda as well. Yeah. Well, hang on. Who wouldn't be from a farming background? <laughs> Breda, how are you doing? You're on the Nile Island podcast. Hi, Nile. How are you? Yeah, well, you're certainly not from a farming background. But in saying no. that, are we all a bunch of hypocrites pretending to care? No, I'm horrified with what I'm after seeing, Nile, And I've only seen the clips. But, like, I mean, I like the steak like anybody else, but I could live without it. But if I thought animals were going to be abused to the extent that it looks nice and much turns and that little slip you showed on your podcast. I'd never eat steak again. I'd never have meat again. I'd just stick with chicken or fish. I I, I just... But, but, hang, but Breda, you, if you, now see, what you're saying to me is hypocritical as well, because I can I can send you videos if you want of how chickens are treated. When yeah, you walk... Have you ever been to a KFC? Have you ever been to a McDonald's? I try to avoid them, to be honest. Well, yeah, but you time. still do it. Yeah, but you still do it, and so do I. But, but here's... Because yeah. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm just saying I still do it as well. But yet I've seen no, the I'm videos of the way the animals are farmed. Yeah, but I would buy free-range eggs. I'd buy free-range chickens. I don't buy the mass-produced stuff. I don't. I, I'd purposely look for... I'd prefer to pay an extra euro for my free-range eggs because at least I know they're being brought up in, 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 in a, a nice Well, way. you're led to believe I, they are, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I believe that. And I watched a documentary well, one night about, you know, the kind of, you know, these kind of farmer's markets and when you pay extra, I suppose, for the food that comes from farmer's markets or whatever it is, and it's supposed to be free range eggs and it's supposed to be this and all au natural. And the animals, they went back and did a bit of investigation. We're just as badly treated. Okay. Well, I don't know. My mother had hens when we were growing up and we always had free range eggs. So, mm. I mean, you know, um, we, we had a cow and we had fresh milk from the cow. You know, no, but, but I, I'm not. I'm not having a go at everybody here today because I'm a no, meat no, eater myself. No. But what I'm saying is, no. ultimately, when you sit down and eat your steak, you know the animal had to get a bolt through its head and killed for that steak to be but provided least, for you. But yes, but at least it's 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 humanely done. Like they're not it's, yeah. they're not they're not left to die withering for for a couple of you know like when a poor, when a poor turkey has to have its neck wrung, that's a horrible way for a turkey to die. You know, I've seen that. Like, you know, it's it's a different ballgame. I, 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 but I, to see these poor cows being thrown around and battered and bruised the way they're being bruised, that's wrong now. On every level, that's wrong. And we, we do have a responsibility from A to B. It's like me bringing you on a flight from A to B. My responsibility is to get you there safely to the other side. And if I'm going to be selling on fake calves, and I agree with that, girl, they shouldn't be younger than two months. Give them a chance to... Well, do you, to, do, do Erlingus have a responsibility how I'm treated on JetBlue when I get to America? I don't think so. So the argument is that no. showing this documentary tonight, we're not responsible for what happens to the animals after they leave Ireland. Yeah, okay. But yeah, oh, that's, yeah, okay. So we're not responsible how JetBlue treats you. But at the same time, you know, we'd like to think that because we co-chair with them, that they'll treat you the same way that we would look after you. I mean, if you're selling something on to somebody in good faith, you want you you have to believe that they're going to, you know, follow the, the, the criteria for these calves to be got safely to whatever destination they're going to, which means them being fed and rested and everything else. I mean, it's 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 cruelty. 
It'd be like me not to eat my cat's here for 30 hours. Jesus, they'd have the leg eaten off me. But see, Maureen, Maureen is just going to ignore it because as far as Maureen is concerned, that's not the case in Irish farms. And by the way, can I just point out in most Irish farms, it's probably not the case. Oh, no. And, but and but, but in saying that, I mean, as far as she's concerned, look, the food has to get to the table somehow. No, but but it doesn't have, not somehow. I mean, there, there, there's, there's standards and there's, there's, you know, there's set ways for things to be done. I agree with you all in relation to standards, but we're all, you know, Maureen, I'm going to say it to you, well, maybe not so much you, Maureen, because you said you didn't really care too much about it, right? But what I'm saying is, we're all being complete and utter hypocrites because we, we, we eat meat, we drink milk, by the way, which is artificially inseminating cows, you know, against their wishes. So we drink milk, we, we, we eat eggs, you know, I mean, these are mass-produced uh, chickens. I mean, we'll yeah. eat uh, a nice, you know, roast chicken on a Sunday. I mean, I, I'm not going to go into the details and put people off their lunch as to how the chickens are killed. But you mentioned wringing a turkey's neck. To be honest with you, wringing a turkey's neck is quite humane in some of the practices I've seen in relation to how those chickens end up on, your, on your, the shelves in your local supermarket. So, I mean, to ignore the fact that there's obvious cruelty going on to kill an animal... But say, oh, but I'm out, but I'm outraged by what I'm seeing tonight in this documentary. I think it's complete hypocrisy. Well, I mean, you have a good point there, Niall, in the sense that, yeah, okay, how things are killed and everything else. But I mean, I, I, I we used to have a shop, and we had the marks over across Mondays and Wednesdays across from us, and we had all the farmers come in to us every Monday and Wednesday, and they minded their cattle and their calves and everything. They probably minded them better than they minded themselves. And I do believe they're selling these cattle on in good faith that they are going to, that whoever is exporting these cattle for them are going to follow the criteria that have been set down by the Department of Agriculture. And I guarantee you 95% or maybe 99% will be horrified tonight by the carry-on of what's going on on, on these ferries and when they get okay. to the other Okay, well, well, hang on. Just let me just bring Bernie in as well if I can. Bernie, hi. How are you doing? You're on the Live Bowling Podcast. Bernie, are we all a bunch of hypocrites to pretend to care? Well, I, I honestly, I mean, we do, we do our best. I, I'm I'm a, a dub with farming background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and my parents came from both came from farms. The animals were treated really well. My grandmother and showed us how to do it. My all my uncles and aunts, and they all looked after those animals like they were their children. And uh, mm-hmm. I was I was back in a time when the Hannan's Corner was a big uh, cattle mart. Um, I don't know many t- I think it was every Thursday. Yeah. And As was the RDS, if you remember, at one point. Yeah. yeah. And like what happened was all those cattle were brought up the night before from Cork, Kerry, Mayo, Tipperary, wherever. And they stayed, you know, they were sold on. And we walked, we, we saw the farmers and they all looked after those animals because they'd have to stay overnight. Maybe the market start at five o'clock in the morning. Do you know, um, all I have seen for me in my, in my limited time in the farming life is, and the animals around here where I live are all treated really well. The, the, the local butchers is kills his own she a cat kills all his own um, animals. Where I shopped in Dublin, in in the the farmer the butcher was um, had his own animals. So you can find people who are kind, and you can find people out there who do. Yeah, and, and the majority of butchers don't have their own. Uh, obviously, they they will buy them from wholesalers, um, you know, and from markets yeah. or whatever it is, and, and slaughterhouses. But realistically. I, what I keep saying to, I'm trying to say this, that there's no nice way of saying this. The idea of an animal getting being raised for a period of time, in a lot of cases, you know, fattened up. Um, I've seen the way they feed them. Um, some of them are artificially fed through holes in the side of their stomachs. And, you know, and the idea that you would do that and then kill the animal 
So we could have a steak on a Sunday or a chicken on a Sunday or a pork on a Sunday or whatever it is that you happen to eat. You know, for us to pretend to care about how the animal is treated, I think is hypocrisy. I'm not, by the way, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm saying I'm a hypocrite too, by the way, because I, I eat meat too. Yeah, but I mean, then we've all these farming associations and all these government bodies that all tell us that all these things are being done by the book. And like, is it like another case for like, you know, what... I, I believe what they tell us, that they are cared for, that there is good bodies, that there is people who are in power who are looking after the animals and, and, and in society and in general, that for, they're made for, for our needs, that they're done to the best possibility, kept to the best standards. I, I do actually, maybe I'm stupid, but I believe that, you know, the Department of Agriculture has very strict policies and guidelines for all the farmers to live by and adhere to. Well, well, yeah, well, I, I, I understand. Well, why do I want naive now? Yeah, but sorry, Maureen, you wanted to ask something just or say something just before you went there. I need to go to Morris as well. Sorry, Maureen. Oh, oh yeah, Nile, yeah. Um, isn't it funny? Oh, no, no, look, you might find it strange for me to say. So they're showing this documentary. Ryan, Eamon Ryan wants to call 200,000 cattle in this country, right? That's right. Oh, so why don't they make, why don't they make a documentary on halal? No, well, well, I mean, okay, we've talked about halal before and it's... Obvious, yeah, very obvious cruelty. Well, no, it's very obvious cruelty for a culture. Uh, yeah. And there's no doubt about that. The idea that you would do yeah. that to an animal while they're still alive is just horrendous, right? It is, yeah. It's vile, absolutely vile, yeah. right? Uh, some but cultures. But, but here's the thing. But here's the thing, Maureen. Does it, but does it really matter? You're killing the animal anyway. Yeah, for food. you're killing the... Yeah, yeah, sure I, I, by the way, I have no problem with that, but I'm not going to be a hypocrite and pretend to care. Well, do, and, but what I'm worried about is that people pretend to care. When realistically, know you know what I mean? They I mean, do, yeah. I mean they do. I'm not having a go. I like Breed, I like Bernie, I like his all. But I just think this idea that we're pretending to care, it's different when you come to dogs. They're but domestic not. animals. We do yeah. care about them and we wait till they die themselves naturally. And if they don't die naturally, should we go and we bring them to the vet and we do it humanely and we put them to sleep if they're unwell and all that kind of stuff. But with a cow or a pig, like I remember I went to a wedding many, many years ago. And I say this to all of you, and it was a two-day wedding. And on the first day, I was outside, it was at this castle. And there was a guy, and a farmer, and he had a pig in a pen. Lovely little fella. He called him Max, was his name. And he had me rubbing the pig, playing with the pig. <laughs> he was a lovely little pig. And you do know pigs, by the way, are extremely intelligent animals. They're actually more intelligent than dogs. Yeah. So, right, so next day... I wake up, stayed overnight in this castle and everything else. I wake up, they had a barbecue the next day. Guess who was on the barbecue? Max. And I went over and the farmer's standing there and he said, would you like some pulled pork? I said, is that Max? And he says, yeah. And I says, that, and I could, at that moment I said to myself, I couldn't even eat poor Max. I felt so bad. But do you understand what I'm saying? We, we see, we, do, we disassociate ourselves, Bernie and Breda, from the killing of the animal. So all we're doing tonight is looking at the obvious cruelty, which is there anyway. But no, yeah, but it's not the, the, the whole thing about this, this, this documentary tonight is about the export of young calves. It's not about how animals are treated on the farm. No, 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 I'm, well, well, that's in it as well, by the way, can I point out? But, but, oh, okay, right. Well, I, I wasn't aware of that. But like... Uh, the, yeah, sorry, go ahead exporting young calves and about how they're mishandled and how they're mistreated. And I am horrified by that. They're only babies at the end of the day. They're only little baby calves. Okay, well, well, ha well, hang on. Let me just bring Morris in. He's waiting ages. Sorry, Morris. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm just after having a beautiful beef 
sandwich with lettuce and mayonnaise. I, I know you're. I know you're going to. I know you're going to give out about the treatment of animals. Oh no 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 no! I just heard you mentioning a politician's name there. Uh, Eamon Ryan was it? Yeah, but, well, we we did try to get him for the show, but I believe he's having a snooze. Yeah, well, I don't know. Somebody said about uh, getting two hundred cows calved, uh, killed or whatever. Like to be honest with you, um, the, the gas coming out of the cows isn't as half as dangerous as the bullshit coming out of the politicians. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't disagree with that, yeah. Morris. In fairness, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think a lot of people would. I've seen a clip of that as well, and like I said to your researcher. If we saw an adult taking a, a wooden paddle to young children and beating them over the head with us, we'd string them up. Yeah, but we don't kill so young children for food. There's a difference. Yeah, I know. And you wouldn't do it to a two-week-old. So why are you doing it to the cattle? Whoever's transporting them should be uh, hauled across the coals and say, this is not the way you, you, you treat animals. And they should lose the contract. Once they're making money out of animals that they can abuse, they don't give a shit. But, it, but is it and not all... But again, I'm going to say, is it not all pretending to care? So, so the guy hits the calf with a hurley while he's bringing him to a slaughterhouse to be killed anyway, or to be raised on a farm for milk and then killed eventually. Over the head. He's not beating them over the head at will. No, no, I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just saying. Of course, it's wrong. I, I'm agreeing with everybody yeah. that cruelty yeah. to animals is wrong. But are we not all a bunch of hypocrites that you're saying to me oh. it's wrong for him to treat an animal like that while we're bringing him to kill him so we can eat him anyway? Do you understand? Yeah, I, am, I, am, I, am I saying something wrong here? No, no, you're yeah. right in the sense of moral. Look, we all have a moral duty to do what's right. You know, it's the way you're brought up. You don't mistreat anybody or anything. We're all here for a reason. Man came from the caves after killing the dinosaurs and the oxen. You know, we wouldn't be here if we all sat around eating leaves. So when you have a, an organisation, and to be honest with you, yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest with you now on this podcast. To me, that program tonight is the corrupt investigating the corrupt. Or to you investigating nothing. investigating the corrupt. Exactly, mm. exactly, exactly. And you're pointing the finger. Well, you can't. No, hold on. To be to be fair to primetime investigates, it's not. You know, there's nothing corrupt about primetime investigates. It's corrupt within the administration of RTE. So you can't. You can't. I'm that's a bit unfair. No, I'm talking about the organisation that set up primetime. The organisation is corrupt at the moment. Hmm. And they're not being loyal to the taxpayer who gives them their jobs. They, they, like, like in advertising, Niall, I'll give you an example. Somebody tells you it's raining, they're actually pissing down your back. And that's the way the Irish people feel at the moment. Bernie, do you, when you're sitting, Bernie, when you're sitting down eating a steak, do you ever consider how it gets on the plate? Honestly, I just know I buy it in the butcher where your man has his local, is, is, that's the only thing. And I but are, are, you telling, are you telling me you never buy, do you never buy sausages or rashers in the local supermarket? I buy them off the butchers in the village because I do my meat shopping once a month. So I try and do it once a month in the same place. So you wouldn't, I'm, I'm you, not, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you wouldn't, you wouldn't win a pack of Denny's like or whatever. Or, you know. no, I don't like it. <laughs> or all uh, husbands. Uh, no, but look, let's be honest. I don't realistically. I don't. I sit down and I eat it like everybody else. Yeah. Breda, do, you, do you think about it, Breda, when you're sitting down eating your steak or your sausages or your rashers? Do you think about how it got there? Sometimes I do actually. Sometimes I think, oh yeah, but then I just I still eat. You just fake oh, it. I, yeah. Oh yeah, I just yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be here for course. I do go. I I like a nice rash, a crispy rasher. There's nothing nice on on a, no, on the a maple cured, but maple cured. Can I just point it? Uh, yeah. yeah oh, no, sorry. I don't like the maple cured. Yeah, yeah. Morris is a meat eater too. Morris, do you, Morris, when you sit down and eat, have a nice roast chicken on a Sunday or a beef on a Sunday, if if you get around to doing that with the cost of living nowadays, it's getting more difficult to do stuff like that. But when you sit around to do that, do you wonder where the meat came from? Do, do you care? 
Oh, he's gone. Uh, let me go to Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane. How's it going, Niall? How are you? How are you doing? Out again? Do you, yeah, do you care where the meat comes from? Do you, do you worry about the cow? Do I cow? care? Yeah, do you worry about the cow? Do I worry about it? Yeah. To be quite honest, I don't worry about the cow, but if I seen a cow in distress, I would worry about it. But I do love a sausage. Like, I had a lovely sausage sandwich there this morning. Right, okay. I had, I had a sausage yeah. sandwich yesterday, actually. Yesterday. It's lovely. Yeah. Denny's sausage. So but I don't class myself as a hypocrite. But you, but okay. No, I won't, I, well, well, okay. But then I, let me let me ask you about this documentary on tonight. Are you going to watch this and be horrified? I'm not going to watch it because I know I won't be horrified. But then you can call like life alone is a hypocrite. Why is women going out having children knowing at the end of their life they're going to die? Well, no, but well, not, no, well, hang on, no, no, hang on. That's not the same no, thing. No, 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 hang on. This is the debate. <laughs> but, but, they, but, no, the greatest respect. Why, why live our lives at all if we think we're going to die? But yeah, hold on, but, but hang on. We die naturally. There's a difference in dying naturally or from disease or whatever it is than being killed. But it's still the same. You're it's not the, the same, same Sarah. It's it not the nice. same, for God's sake. Nice. Hold nice. on a second. There's a difference. When you raise an animal to kill it, there's a difference in raising an animal and letting it die naturally. There's a huge... I mean, when you have a dog, for example, you you buy a dog, you know, pedigree dog, you don't buy it with the intention of, ah, when he gets to 10, I'll put a bullet in his head. You know, you don't say that. But what you do is you say, hopefully the dog will live for a long time. At 14, the dog will die naturally. Yeah. Jesus, Nile, your show really, they can't shut you up. That is the God's honest truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the show. Don't wear it I out. know. I know. There's no full stops with you, is that? No. Anyway, but I strongly believe, like, um, I seen the clip, the video that you put up, and I actually then Googled it, and I seen there was an awful lot more there. And I think that there, there should be somebody accountable, has to take accountability when it crosses the waters for the animals. Like, since I've moved down to the bog, right, and say I've travelled through Monaghan, Bally Bay, into Shercock, into Baileyborough, and now I'm working the opposite side, I'm going through Minolte, Mullet, and then I'm going into Navin, and I see lovely animals. The view is absolutely beautiful. The countryside is full of Beautiful cows and sheep. Well, the farm is not, well, he's, not, well, he's not going to do it, in, but he's not going to be out the farm baiting them in front of everybody, is he? Yeah, but I know. But they look happy and they look peaceful. How do you know they're happy? And they're well, they're well taken care of. Because I'd actually drive by them and observe them. <laughs> and 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 are they happy then when they're piled onto a, onto a you know a truck and taken off down to the the local slaughterhouse? Well, Niall, I've not been flying up and down the M50 like or the M1 stuff like that. And you see a and, like, cargo truck with them all on it. And you see a lot of them like with heads head sticking, sticking out. out. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd hear, you'd often hear things, funny sounds. You know what I mean? What and sort of you sounds? would wonder in the back of your mind what is going on in these fans. And then you had uh, hmm. that lady there as well that was talking in your show. Bernie. Maureen no. oh. as well. Like, yeah. With the horses. Like with the race and like the horse race and, and then like well, well that's a whole other debate as to whether horse racing is cruel by the way can I just point out do, by the way yeah. Bernie do you think horse racing is cruel sometimes I do yeah I don't, I'm not a fan of it you see yeah. you know mm. I, do, I don't I don't enjoy it if I'm honest no I wouldn't it wouldn't be my cup of tea let's be honest with you. Okay, no. so, sorry, Morris. I'm mean, sorry, Morris. You're back there, uh, Morris. When you, when you sit down and have your steak or your roast or your chicken on Sunday, if you can afford it with the cost of living nowadays, um, do you think about the animal and how it got there? 
No, I, I, no. I, well, I don't think about it in a negative way. I tell you what I think about. I think about the hard work I done, and I think about the wages that I get, and I think about the butcher, or I think about the supermarket who's going to give me the best price on the steak, so I can go and enjoy my money and have a pleasant meal. Okay, so, so well, then, well, then we've really no right to be given out about this program in RT tonight, have we? With the greatest respect. No, we do have. We have to declare the well-being. Negative about something that's positive that's giving me a full belly and keeping people in walk. No, I'm. I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go, meters, and I'm a meteor myself. I'm. I'm just saying, you can't be calling out cruelty to animals when realistically the ultimate cruelty is killing them. Do you remember the supermarket years ago and all the burgers? Everyone was eating the burgers. The horse and burgers. All the burgers were gorgeous. Yeah, the horse yeah. burgers, yeah. <laughs> they were actually lovely burgers. They were, yeah, they were nice. They were lovely burgers, like, yeah. and like, nobody seemed to give two hula hoops about that. You're on the programme, you're talking about a programme, right, that's going to be on there wherever. Fair play to the lads for doing it. Yeah. But like, the thousands of dogs that have gone missing in our country, no one gives two hula hoops about. Wait, where are they going? So like, well, I mean, they're, they're, they're gone. What do you mean, being stolen? Like, yeah, nobody seems to care about that. No one seems to care about the puppy farms. There was a whole you thing there I mean? about two years ago about dogs being stolen, and the guards did an investigation, came out with a statement, and said there had been a slight rise on one particular month because it was all over the media. But generally speaking, the, the amount of dogs being taken on people or stolen on people hasn't actually gone up, really. Yeah, but now nobody's done anything about it. The point I'm making is just because, as you said there earlier, we use dogs as pets. Mm. Now, when I was in China, I went to America and I seen the America and I was looking and I said, oh my God, and those puppies gorgeous, like they're lovely, aren't they? And then my partner turned around at the time and says, they're for eating. And then he physically got sick. Well, well hang on, let me just bring Stephen in as well. Stephen, how are you doing? You're on the Nalboiling Podcast. Stephen. How's it going, everyone? Um, Stephen, I, I, will I you be watching this program tonight in horror? Apologies. Sorry, go, go ahead now. Will you be watching this program on RT tonight in horror at the way the animals are treated? Uh, I wouldn't turn on RT uh, if you paid me. Well, that's that's uh, probably the best. That's probably the best answer I've heard all day. But go. <laughs> but, but I'm not. I'm not going to take away from from the content or maybe the importance of 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 the show tonight. The, the, the show is conveniently timed, right? So some somebody in RTE is obviously pulling pulling uh, the string to get this show on air, you know, for, for, for a very obvious reason, which is that the people in, in charge in Europe want to restrict uh, independent farmers or, or, or medium size to, to large, you know, medium to mid-range farmers' uh, incomes to, to push them off the land. Um, this show is a confirmation bias that's complementing the, the, the call for the culling of the cattle. So when they, when they tell you, oh, look at how awful this one particular farm is, they're not telling you of all the, the many, many mm. thousands of cattle that live long, happy lives and then do, yes, end up on our plate. I, I think that the show is primarily focusing on what happens to these animals after they leave the country, by the way, uh, which for, I was talking to Jackie Healy Ray earlier on and he talks about this being completely out of context, that we can't be responsible for what happens to them afterwards. But, but no, can I just ask a question? Sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry, Bernie. Uh, I just wonder, do you remember all these, these free jollies that these government, government, governments are going around are, are selling Ireland to the world? Yeah. 
Surely to God, those are the, if they're selling animals to another country across Europe or across Asia or wherever they're selling them, surely the prime, the prime source of that, if there's, we're paying for these guys to go all over the world and Patrick's Day and whenever they want to go, surely that's one of the most important things they should pay. If they're selling our, our, our livestock to other countries. Well, that's the, yes, it's the Minister for Agriculture's job to make sure regulations yeah. are in places but in countries where why, we're exporting meat. Yeah. So why isn't he? Why aren't they uh, taking the onus of this? Why is it happening? Well, I'm, well, I'm sure they will. I'm, I'm sure, well, I'm sure they will come out with a statement tomorrow. But yeah, but sorry, but Stephen, getting back sorry. to what I was saying earlier on, and I'm sorry, it's okay, Bernie. Don't worry about it. Uh, and Sarah, stay with me as well, and Bernie. But Stephen, just getting back to what I said earlier on. I mean, this idea, this kind of, I believe it's faux care. You know, pretending to care. Yeah, because. It is. Because realistically, people are going to watch this tonight. Oh my God, that's horrible. Oh, look what they did to the poor calf. And then they'll sit down and they'll have a steak. And, and well, now, it, but, but it, I'm not it, having it, a go it, with them for having a steak because I eat meat myself. I'm just saying, why pretend to care? The I, ultimate I, 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 destination I is what death. We're, what, we're, what, we're, what we're doing here, Niall, is we're falling for the distraction. So if you think Irish cattle uh, are being treated badly when they leave the country, uh, wait till you see if our farmers lose uh, the, 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 cat, the cattle here. And we import the Brazilian cattle. Or Argentinian. Yeah. Oh, God, from don't the, from the even don't talk that. Mm. But, but, but just oh, hear, hear, me, hear me out on this. The cattle that will be mistreated from the moment they're born, God knows what's going to happen. No, they're, not, they're not covered by any regulation that we have in Ireland, which is one of the top regulations in the world for animal uh, care. Yeah. Yeah, in, in, in the meat industry. We, we, we will now replace that. This is totally market-driven. RTE are engaging in 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 a in, in a, a corporate uh, distraction, a, a, a corporate ma- manufacturer of consent for us to give up something that we we have perfected in 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 in, in the well. Way, well, it certainly is playing into the hands of the Green Party. There's no doubt about that because it plays into yeah. their hands. And coincidentally, by the way, from what I'm from what I'm aware, there's a documentary coming out about the Green Party. It's a fly on the wall documentary with Eamon Ryan. That's coming out very shortly too. We're, we're going to increase our, 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 our <laughs> like, let's say, climate uh, agenda points with the ESG scores by lowering these cattle and importing them from Brazil. So what they're doing is they're shifting the uh, carbon emissions uh, limits that they have over to another country so that they can lower them. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they, they want to double our population to 10 million. Don't forget Eamon Ryan said this. We could be an island. We, we, we should be Simon Coveney said it many years ago as well, by the way. Yeah. So, so our, our, carbon, our carbon score per head, per head is going to double by person. And, and, and we think that lowering cattle is going to help us. It's not. It's a money-driven exercise. Okay, we'll, we'll, stay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Steve as well, because I have a lot of people to bring in here. Um, go ahead, Steve. Niall, for once, I think I agree with you. That's and I think people, I think people are completely missing the point because whilst I know RTE is doing this wonderful, amazing expose this evening, and they, um, in fairness to primetime, they do some great shows. I know Stephen doesn't agree on this particular occasion, but they have done some great investigation programs where we've seen the abuse of elderly in care homes of children and crashes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they have done some wonderful shows. Yeah, and but my my point is. Um, the, the question, the topic that you're actually asking today, do we really care about are animals? We just, are we just Ireland? pretending to care? Uh, yeah, and I think it's, I think it's. look, when you look at the, you know, the woke people that are out there, that, you, that you, all the Karens in life, these are assholes in life. And I think most of your callers, unwittingly or unknowingly, are coming on and doing the same thing today. 
They're coming on and going, oh, the poor animals, the poor animals. But none of them give a fiddlers about the animals. Because if they did, ultimately, they would not end up in their stomach. It's very simple. Yeah, well, they are hypocrites. No, it is a fair point. But the only thing I will say to defend them, and I suppose I'm changing tact slightly here, uh, being the referee, is that although they will end up in their stomach, they want to make sure when they end up in their stomach, they do it right. In other words, that at least while the animal is alive, it's treated with respect. Okay, let me ask you... Like, okay, yeah, well, 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 hang on, Stephen wants to say something. Sorry, Stephen, go ahead. Well, is this expose going to cover halal meat? It is not. No, no. I, well, I spoke to Maureen about halal, which is disgusting, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the point here... But, 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 but ultimately, the animal's being killed anyway. So, it, I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, Stephen, when you say it's disgusting, and it is disgusting to, you know, slice an animal's throat while it's still alive, etc., etc. Like, yeah. yeah, it's vile, right? But realistically, bringing an animal, when you think about it, you wouldn't bring your little dog into a factory where they put a bullet in his head, would you? Well, well, let you let know what I mean? Let me clarify this. Right? Halal meat is halal, halal meat and the way that they kill the animal is actually no different than what uh, Christians used to do. It was a very similar... Um, Sacrificing animals. Animal yeah. Back to not Correct. so long ago. And uh, I'm not trying to say anything different about the halal meat, but I'm just going to say that this show will not touch halal meat tonight because they're afraid of the backlash from a minority community. It would so be culturally insensitive. The Irish farmer. So, yeah, so yeah, Steve, exactly. it would be culturally insensitive. This, this show okay. doesn't actually give a shit because it's not going to show the most horrific treatment of animals, even though I still agree with Halal. Uh, I, I have no problem with the way Halal meat is done or whatever it is. That's, that's a practice that's 5,000 years old. It's the circle of life. And uh, I do think we need to tell the Greens and Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil, Sinn Féin, all these parties, listen, listen lads, uh, it's gone on too far now. You've drank too much and it's time to piss off. That's what we need. Yeah, well, sorry, sorry, just going back to Steve. So, Steve, do you think Sarah yep. says she cares about how the animals are treated? Do you, do you think Sarah's a hypocrite? Who, who's Sarah? Yeah. She I think every one of your callers who have come on today and eat meat and have uh, basically said that it, it's cruel what's happening to these animals that they've seen in this video, you know, it... I mean, it's cruel to eat something. Do people realise that? It is cruel to ah, kill listen, something. Ah, listen, mate, 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 mate. Hang on a minute. Now, listen. Let's get reality. Let's get a bit of reality here, right? But it's a culture. Okay. It's part of culture. We need meat to eat. No, okay? Some people need no, it in their body. I'm not, a, I'm not a vegan, and I know for a fact that you I'm do not, not need I... meat to eat. You can actually survive well, without listen, meat. I choose to eat meat, right? I enjoy yes. me eating me. So it's you part choose of my to participate diet. in the cruelty. Yeah, I am not participating in anything. I'm participating yes, you in are. having You're a meal the for myself for the day. I will advocate for not for the animals not to be abused. That's exactly what I'll do. But you're okay with them dying. I don't find myself being a hypocrite because you're, you're I'll okay. Eat me. You're okay with the animal dying. Um, but you're not okay with it being abused, yeah? So, you yeah, know, because the ultimate it's part of culture. It's the part of life. Oh, part of culture. It is part of life. I understand Like I said, I'm yeah. not a vegan. I, I, will, I will eat meat till I'm blue in the face. I couldn't give a fiddlers about animals. I genuinely couldn't. I've seen so many cruel things towards animals that actually made me giggle when I was younger. Probably not now. So I don't care about animals. But my point is, with all of the people coming on, especially you, who's saying, oh, Sarah, you're saying, I care about animals. We'll still eat them. That's like saying, I care about no, my brother, not. but I'll still it eat is. them. <laughs> listen, come here. Listen, Stephen. That's like, as I bring it back to Nile again, 
going out and having a child and now it's going to die. <sighs> that's not even a that good analogy, Sarah. That's not that's no. not no, a good analogy. No, that's a silly analogy. You can put Sarah. it that way. It's part of the culture. No, we, we we all have children in the hope that they're going to live a long life and die naturally. That's yeah, why that's why human beings. Of course, everybody we all die, but we don't die by being brought to a factory. Although maybe that's in the future. Being brought to the factory <laughs> and have a trigger or a bullet, a bolt put through no, our head. Listen. I don't so care that, what that's you not say. a fair I'm... analogy. Oh, but, but hang on, let me just go back to Stephen. Stephen, are we all a bunch of hypocrites, realistically? Even those who give it about halal. Every, every, everyone walking the planet is a hypocrite. If they're eating meat, that. I'm talking about. It's an idiot, I'm a hypocrite, all right, but not in this one, I'm not. Yeah, well, okay, sorry, Stephen, go ahead. Yeah. But just, just trying to hold an absolute position on this that's right is impossible. Um, I think that what, what we're actually, the argument here is, is the government overly interfering in what we eat? They're, they're trying to choose what we eat now. They're trying to guilt us out of eating meat now. And they're using every sort of... Uh, Tool in the arsenal. Possible. Yeah, yeah uh, and, and that's really what's happening. This is not a genuine show about animal safety. So you believe this, this is propaganda? Yeah, it's absolute propaganda. Almost everything now under Catherine Martin's Ministry of Truth, RTE included, is going to although, she, although she did she did say the other day that RTE is factually correct uh, they are the public service broadcaster and here's what she said they shouldn't be questioned that was her yeah, quote yeah, 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 they yeah, shouldn't yeah. be questioned RTE at this very moment in time I thought that was the worst thing she probably could have said that RTE shouldn't be questioned <laughs> we all see RTE being questioned every single day well mind you that's for their administration uh, but stay there but let me just go to John as well John how are you doing? you're on the Live Island podcast hello Niall how are you? good John do, do you think yeah. uh, are you going to watch this program tonight? <coughs> um, I probably will yeah I yeah I've only heard about it. For yeah, can yeah. you speak into yeah. the phone? And not, not, It sounds like you have it on the phone yeah. on the other side of the room no. or something like that. I don't know what you're doing. That's better. Well, no, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, will yeah, you watch it? Watch it. Yeah. We'll watch it, yeah. Right. And? Do you, think it's, do, you think it, do you think it's horrible to see cruelty to animals? Of course. Of course. Uh, uh, like, there's terrible cruelty all over the country, you know? And... But not everybody, it, you know, it's different. Uh, here in Galway last week, they got five guinea pigs thrown in a box down the docks. Like really Five guinea pigs thrown in a box down the docks? Yeah, in Galway. the least of our worries, yeah. in fairness. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for the guinea pigs, but I think that's the least of our worries. Yeah, it is, yeah. of course. Yeah, course, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to... Yeah, you know, it, yeah it's a big news story. I don't know why that didn't end up in the front of the paper. Five guinea pigs thrown yeah. in a box. I, it's horrible, but I mean, I, I don't think it's a big news. John, getting back to tonight, you know, they're talking about herds of cattle being abused. Do you feel sorry for the cattle? Well, not, well, it's, oh, it's not really. Uh, well, I do, but if the cattle are abused, of course. But yeah, not, and do you eat meat? Do you, do you eat meat yourself? Oh, I do. Yeah, I yeah. love. Uh, yeah, love an steak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now hares are different. Like hares are are, are wild. We don't eat hares. Well, they're, well, they're only wild because. Well, hang on. They're not. my well, hold on. Cows are wild. Pigs are wild. Dogs are wild. They're all wild yeah. animals. We're wild. 
The only reason that yeah. cows are kept are because they're kept in fields with fences around. That's the only reason they don't run around the forests. You can't turn around yeah, and say hares yeah. are wild. Yeah. So, in other words, it's okay to eat a hare because nobody keeps them in a farm. Yeah. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there are places that raise hares, by the way. There probably are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, so, so do you ever think about how the animal got on your plate? How the sausage got on your plate? Not really. No, I, I wouldn't no, imagine you did. I do. Of course I do every hour. Yeah. I, I don't think you get things like that a lot of thoughts, do you? Like when I was a young lad, we had a slaughterhouse here in Galway, and we used to see the cows being lifted up with their hind legs and brought in, and their throats cut. You know. Yeah. And the pigs would be squealing all over the place. They were all very vocal because the the, the butchers would bring them into the. There was a big abattoir, like, and yeah. after school we'd look into the side door, and it, it was terrible. If that's you know, but it didn't put you off eating meat, did it? Didn't put you off it. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. I'm. Uh, so in I other words, are we only? Are we only? So when you stood as a child at the door of the abattoir and saw the pig squealing as it was being sentenced to death, essentially, are we only pretending to care? Because then you went home and your mom cooked you a sausage and a, and rashers and she ate them anyway. So well, are we only pretending to care? I was probably only well. I was sad for the actual cow, but I didn't recognize that cow being the one on the plate when I got home. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, John. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, just no, you're grand. <laughs> on a file. I have to wrap this Anything up. Oh, I swear to God, my life is complete now. He didn't recognize it on his place as the one that was killed. Stephen. Sorry, I do apologize. Stephen, finally, um, you know, in relation to where we're going forward, do you think it's only a matter of time before the Green Party and every other government in the world encourages all to stop eating meat? Uh, well, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, they've decided that they want us not to eat meat. Um, the, if you look at what's happened in Holland, it's massively backfired. The Dutch government essentially collapsed in on itself the other day, and they're now asking permission from the king to uh, continue a, a, like, a, like a temporary parliament. And the reason that happened is that the farmers in Holland rose up against... Uh, and why do you think the Irish farmers won't rise up? Why, why won't the Irish farmers rise up? Ah, sure, look, uh, I, I saw this, this farmer's revolt there a few weeks back and it ended up with a few young farmers uh, walking to the doll and they all met me over Agcar and shook hands and that was the end of it. Um, the, the, the Irish we sell it. We, we, we don't have a minister for agriculture with a set of balls, sure we don't really. You know what I mean? No, but you're, you're never going to get that though in this government. Uh, we, we need the farmers to independently grow a set of balls and get the tractors up to Dublin. That's what we need. Stop this nonsense. All right, listen, Stephen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate it. Thank you, Steve, as well. There's Steve. And thanks, John, even though you didn't recognise the animal on the plate. Anyway, the number, as usual, if you want to contact us or if there's a subject you want us to raise on the show is 85 That's 85 You can send us a WhatsApp anytime if there's a story or something you'd like us to do on the show. Or indeed, if you just want to come on at some point, you can send a WhatsApp message to that number. You can also email us, by the way, niall at nileboylan.com. Don't forget, by the way, this show will be up on podcast in about an hour on the website, on Spotify, and all the usual places that you can download your podcasts. And also, don't forget, you can get to watch the whole thing as well on the website or on Twitter if you subscribe on Twitter on the subscribe button, which is up there. Am I pointing in the right direction? Yes, it's up there somewhere. You'll see the follow button on Twitter, by the way, if you're watching live on Twitter. If you follow me, you will then see subscribe. It's a fiver. It's not a big deal. 
It's a fiver a month. It's not much to ask. All it does is help us to put these shows together. Because, of course, all this costs money. It's not free. It costs money. We don't make any money. We're not making any money for those. Somebody around says, where does Noel Boylan get his money from? Noel Boylan gets his money because he has another job on a radio station. That's where Noel Boylan gets his money from. Certainly not from this. So, if you could please support us and help us out. It's like saying, listen, Noel, you did a bit of work this week. That was pretty hard. You had people on in Zoom. You had to organize all of that. You know, you don't have a big team and all that kind of stuff. So, I'll tell you what, as a little thank you, I'm just going to buy you a pint or a coffee in Starbucks, maybe, for a fiver. That's all. You won't even get a pint for a fiver nowadays. It's seven quid for a pint in Dublin, for God's sake, from what I believe. I don't drink. So all we're asking you for is a fiver. Go to the subscribe on Twitter now. You can subscribe. Go to our website. You can do it there too. We have a new website on the way, by the way, because I know one or two of you had some slight problems on the website, but we have a new website on the way very shortly and all those problems should be remedied. Anyway, thank you very much. I'll be back again with you tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085 100 The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.